0: This message from the parsha is from Lekut Dei Siches Yudzayin. Acharei Sicha number one. The parsha talks about the mitzvah of the service of the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur in the Beis HaMikdash. And one of the details of this mitzvah is that the Kohen Gadol needs to be a married man when he does the work in the Beis HaMikdash on Yom Kippur. But interestingly... It's not only the Yom Kippur services that need to be done by a Kohen Gadol who is a married man. Even the regular, ordinary uh, services that are done every day and also on Yom Kippur, they also require a married Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur. Even though these services have nothing nothing to do with Yom Kippur. Yet, nonetheless, the Kohen Gadol who does them has to be married. Which tells you that this requirement that the Kohen Gadol be a married man is not as much connected to uh, the requirements and the demands of Yom Kippur as they are a requirement and a demand of the Kohen Gadol himself. It's not that Yom Kippur demands a married Kohen Gadol. It's that a Kohen Gadol demands that he himself be married on the holy day of Yom Kippur. The marriage completes him. The marriage elevates him to a higher level, and that's what he needs to be on Yom Kippur, regardless of whether he's performing the services of Yom Kippur or if he is performing the services that are daily on Yom Kippur. The Kohen Gadol, of course, represents every Jew. The Kohen Gadol is the ultimate representative of each and every Jew. And so there is a message here about the Jewish people and Yom Kippur. What is it that triggers the unbelievable atonement that happens on Yom Kippur? This automatic and complete forgiveness for all sins that the Jewish people are granted on Yom Kippur. So, sure, there is tremendous power in the day of Yom Kippur and the energy of Yom Kippur, and Hashem is in a forgiving mood on Yom Kippur. But what exactly is the uh, true cause of what happens on Yom Kippur? And based on what we said about the Kohen Gadol, it stands to reason that it isn't all about the day of Yom Kippur, it's also about the Jew. It's not like the Jew happens to be in the right place at the right time and gets forgiven because Yom Kippur is an awesome day. This forgiveness comes as a result of who the Jew is, not only because of what the day is. Because of the fact that Ayid and Hashem are connected in a way that runs to the core of both of them, it's that special connection that Ayid has with Hashem that brings out this power on the day of Yom Kippur. And it's not because of anything that the Yid did. It's not because of an amazing achievement that the Jew accomplished. It's because of who the Jew is. Just like at the Kayin Godel, it's not about the day of Yom Kippur or the service that he's doing. It's about him. It's about the Kohen Gadol himself, that's why he needs to be married. And it's about the Jew himself or herself, that's why he or she is forgiven on Yom Kippur. So we find that Rabbi Akiva, in singing the praises of the Jewish people, he says, How fortunate are you that Hashem cleanses you like a mikveh cleanses an impure person. Rabbi Akiva is singing the praises of the Yid, and he compares the relationship of the Yid and Hashem like the relationship of a person who goes to a mikveh. The mikveh purifies the person, and Hashem purifies the Jew. But Rabbi Akiva says, Hashem purifies you like a mikveh purifies an impure person. Why does Rabbi Akiva have to say an impure person? Obviously, if a person is going to the mikveh, he's got some issues with purity. Why does Rabbi Akiva have to highlight that? Because Rabbi Kiva is trying to convey this idea that the desire that Hashem has to forgive a yid is so intense, it's so strong, Hashem will forgive, Hashem wants to forgive a Jew under any circumstances even a Jew who comes and says I only have the presence of mind that the koyach I only have the tshuva in hand for some of the things that I've done wrong I'm not changing completely 100% I'm not becoming a tzadigamr overnight I want to apologize for a few of the Avedis that I've done Hashem runs to forgive him just like a mikveh That purifies a person, even a person who on certain levels will remain impure after he comes out of the mikveh. Like a person who goes to the mikveh to attain a certain level of purity, but needs to do other things in order to complete that purity after the mikveh. Yet the mikveh doesn't wait until he or she is completely pure to do the purification that the mikveh can offer. The mikveh will purify unconditionally. Even somebody who on the way out of the mikveh is still tommy. The mikveh still offers purity. A Yid who comes to Hashem and says, I want forgiveness. Hashem forgives. Even if it's only a partial purity. Even if it's a purity for somebody that's still tommy on the way out. It's not not the forgiveness that's so special. It's the Jew that is so special. And that's why the forgiveness is there. And that's what Kiva says. Kiva Yisrael, You, the Jew, you are the one that is so special. You are the one that is so fortunate. You are the source of the tshuva. It's, the, it's about you and Hashem. And all the kedusha and all the forgiveness and all of the great energy that surrounds you, that's commentary. Essentially, the story is about Hashem and His unconditional bond with every Jew.